All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of North of the Inches podcast. I am your host, Matt Pierce, and we are have a lot to talk about today uh, uh, as the AFC North heats up, as things kind of start to work their way through the system and the season, and we kind of start to see what these teams are. We also have some outside the North topics that will hit to start the show today, a little uh, NCAA players can make some money now, and some other topics as we go. And I'm not doing it myself, folks. I am here with, as always, my good friend from the Buckeye State, Kevin Tenney. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good, you? Well, now that we got the system up and working, I'm doing much better. I was having a bit of a nervous breakdown. So, all things considered, I would say that I'm way better than we started. That's always good. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. Uh, excited to get my wife home. She's been out in uh, Brooklyn helping her brother... Uh, he went out of town, so he kind of went, she went to hang out with his wife who just had my first day zero nephew. And so I'm looking forward to getting her home Monday, but until then it's a lot of Ubering and football for the weekend Browns on Monday night. Um, any big plans for you this weekend? Um, I got a three, no, I got two birthday parties tomorrow that I got to take one to. So that's going to be my whole day. This is the joys of parenting, my friend. Yes. So I get to go. One's having it at a pizza place. Like Chuck and E. Cheese? The other one, well, the second one is Chuck E. Cheese. The first one, it's kind of like a pizza hut, but I can't think of what the name of it is right now. So, yeah. So, and then I had pizza for dinner yesterday. I had leftovers for lunch today. <laughs> I'm going to have pizza twice tomorrow. It's like, uh It's a heavy it's a carb weekend for you. Yeah, since I'm watching my carb, you know. Yeah, I know you got. We always gotta be watching our figures, man. Especially as we get old like this, <laughs> it's not it's not as easy to keep that beach body shape that we once had. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> uh, we are live on Facebook and Twitter. Everybody, thanks for watching. If you're checking us out on there, I think Twitter is taking a little longer to get up today. Um, I did send out a link that if you want to join the show live and. Jump into any of this discussion. We got some room for you until, you know, shit goes awry. But until then, let's jump into it, Kevin. So we've talked a little bit about it before the show today. You said, you know, one of the topics you mentioned you wanted to talk about. And one of the things I definitely uh, wanted to talk about was the um, pay for play. Not so much the schools paying players, but now in California, I think Pennsylvania just jumped on this and I heard. One of my Uber rides say that Florida's jumping in on players can now get endorsement. Well, well I think it's 2023, right? They'll be able to get endorsement yes. deals and make some money off their likenesses. Yes, and uh, Ohio is working on their own bill right now also. They haven't put one in the sign yet or anything, but <clears throat> they're currently working on one. Yeah, so if you're the NCAA, how do you – I mean, I think they could have fought it when it was just California – but I think as all these states continue to come up with these, I don't think they're going to be able to combat it, and they're just going to have to let it be. Well, there's going to be – I think the way they are, yeah, With when it was just California and you sit there and say that if you do this, then you know, you're not going to be able to participate in NCAA stuff, which yeah, that would be crazy if you think about it. Like You would never be able to see USC in a Rose Bowl. 
or when UCLA's basketball is good, no UCLA and March Madness. You know, those are like cornerstones of NCAA for those things right there. Yeah. <clears throat> it would definitely be crazy. But, yeah, the more states that get on it, it's definitely going to be harder for them to do it because there's been a lot. I've heard lots of talk and rumors about schools like threatening to leave the NCAA and start their own thing anyways. So if NCAA doesn't come up with something else, I mean, that's what it's going to basically come down to. You know, NCAA is going to basically disappear and you'll have a new college, whatever, you know, they'll call it conference or ruling body, basically. Yeah. And here's the thing. Like, I don't know. I guess overall, how do you feel about this idea? Like on it in its premise that with these guys getting Um, some money. The way they're doing it, I don't really like it. Like, I understand, you know, especially for football, they always say how between school and practice, you know, they have no time for a job. So, you know, that's why they take money from boosters and, you know, stuff like that where they get in trouble. And, I mean, that's always been the NCAA's big thing. They want to keep it under control and they don't want to, you know, people to get the money outside. Because you never know when it could turn into someone's giving you money and you got to have a bad game you know stuff like that i think that's one of their biggest things about it obviously they don't want to have to give up any of their money they're making either but i just think you know overall it's they want to try to keep it under control for the most part and if you do this you know when that guy's driving an escalade you know and he's not working it's like it's pretty easy to tell it's like well you're not working you shouldn't be able to afford an escalade so now i just think it's going to make it harder for the NCAA to do stuff like that. And I think that's the bad part because that's going to come more into it now. Yeah, but I guess why shouldn't they be allowed to make – I mean, I know there's those the the people out there who really talk about these guys, uh, you know, the education's what they're getting paid, blah, blah, blah. And I've never really bought into that because I feel like, especially at these bigger schools, they bring in a crap ton more money than their tuition ever would have cost. I guess why are we like why is it so bad that these guys can make some money on the side and it's not coming from the school which I could I understand that argument where you don't want the school paying them I don't well, agree with it but from that it's got to come from the school no they could get they can get endorsement deals now like they could sign with Nike they can sign with uh, a car dealership in town and 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 get money that way. So the money's not coming from the school. The money's coming from, and yeah, it might be, uh, uh, what's it called? I'm, the, I can't remember thinking the name right now. The, uh, uh, the, you know, the people who went to the school. Uh, All boosters? Boosters, yeah. It might be a booster who goes, hey, I'm going to make Joe Schmo uh, the face of our car dealership or the face of our restaurants. I'm going to give him $50,000. But. It's not like the schools are cutting. The schools aren't going to be cutting these guys' checks. These guys just now. It's it's essentially the way I understand it. It's the same as uh, the Olympics. These guys can are still amateur athletes. They're not getting paid to play the sport, but they do have the right to go out and make uh, money on their their name and their likeness. Now, where that could lead is now. I think it does open up a can of worms when it comes to like jerseys in 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 school selling jerseys and these guys now maybe being able to legitimately ask for some of that a cut of that action 
See, I think the big thing with that is where I don't think the players will be able to win it is the colleges don't put – if you buy an actual authentic jersey through the college or most uh, places, uh, stores and stuff like that, there isn't names on the back of the jerseys. Like you either got to get it custom made – and there's some of those like if you order it off of eBay through China, you know, you can get the names on the back. But it's always just – all my college jerseys that I got are just the number. There's no name on it. So, I mean, you can fight it. I just don't see how they can get – how they can win that one, actually, because, you know, it could be like, well, that could be you or it could be this guy. It's just a number. <clears throat> Unless they start selling them with the name on the back of it. Yeah, no, here's the deal. You're 100 – that I will give you. There's some plausible deniability from the NCAA to get out of that. Um, and I think, honestly, the NCAA should really – be embracing this because I think this kind of gives them another gap of a handful of years from having the conversation of we should be paying these guys, which if you listen to the show, you know, I think we should be. Um, and definitely they should be getting like better insurance and all that. But I think this helps the NCAA and I think the NCAA is not seeing it as that. Like, I think they should be, I think it's a positive for the NCAA because now the guys who could go out and make money and were worried about being violations, you know, won't be a problem. Like you just know, like Michael Vick would have had all kinds of money. He would have signed his Nike deal early, right? He'd have been a millionaire. Yeah. No, no problem. Um, so I think you're able to start fighting those dogs a lot earlier. What's that? I said, he'd have been able to start fighting those dogs oh, a lot. earlier. You had to go there, didn't you? Hey, I didn't. Poor Michael Vick. He has. I think that guy's come around pretty nice, haven't you? Don't you? Well, yeah. Let's. I mean, let's say he, <laughs> I mean, what he did was now, shitty. Yeah. I mean, he went to jail for it. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You paid his price. He came back. He had a couple of solid like years. Shout out to yeah. Brian on Twitter. How you doing today, buddy? Uh. He had a couple of decent years, and Twitter's like running extra slow today. Uh, and and he kind of turned it all. I think he turned himself around, and I think that's a good. Like he's somebody I think we should be like. It, this is the perfect situation. Screwed up, legitimately paid his dues, went to jail, right? Paid his debt yeah. to society, came back and did good for himself. And yeah, that's a good thing. Like I appreciate. I don't know. Appreciates the word. I'm glad Michael Vick is. Uh, kind of got his life turned around. But this NCAA thing, I think it's the NCAA is not like I think they're just I think they're looking at the wrong thing, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I don't know. My thing I've always been big on you're getting a scholarship, so you're getting a free ride. And then the other year when they changed it where they actually started giving them food, paying for their food, which I thought should have been like a given uh from the get-go and uh with all the money going into that, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, some of those guys and they make the comments like, you know, I'm not here to play school. I'm here to play football. And, you know, obviously when your majors like golf scoring, like, yeah, you're, you're not going there for a college. You're hoping you're going to make it to the pros because you're not going to do anything else in life unless you become a pro. Wait, but are you like, saying that golf scoring doesn't have a big post-college job market? No, especially whenever you have uh, events where, like, Tiger Woods a couple years ago, somebody was watching and saw that he didn't count a stroke and they called in. 
obviously the golf scorer wasn't doing his job <laughs> or else he would have noticed that they wouldn't need a, uh, you know, uh, a jealous ex-boyfriend of his girlfriend at the time to call in to report it. But, um, Detail. no, I was, so I was, <laughs> so I was looking into this cause I'm, like I said, I've always been, they get paid. I mean, in my opinion, they're getting paid to go to school cause they don't have to pay for their schooling. So I was looking into this. All right, check this out. We'll just go, I'll just name a couple. I got like 10 schools here, but well, we'll you did Ohio. research. Oh yeah, dude. I'm I told so, you I'm, I'm big on this whole thing. I'm so proud of you right now. So Ohio state, if you're a resident, it is $23,792 per year to go there. Okay. So if you go four years, your scholarship is worth ninety-five grand. Okay. And that's for room and board food and school. If you're a non-resident, it's $44,769 a year. So at the end of four years, it's $179,000 that you don't have to pay back or anything like that. Um, Michigan, they're crazy because they have it broke down for freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. But if you're a resident for four years at Michigan, it's $114,000. If you're a non-resident, it's $259,000. Uh, let's see, what's the other? USC, they didn't even have non-resident because theirs is so crazy. They just had on-campus and off-campus. If you're on-campus at USC, it's 77459 a year. <clears throat> so at the end of four years, it's 309836 If you're off-campus, it's 64715 per year, 258860 for four years. Okay. Uh, let's throw out... Florida. If you go to Florida for four years, it's eighty four thousand eight hundred forty. If you if you're a non resident, it's one hundred seventy three thousand nine hundred fifty two. I got more, but we'll just leave it at that for right now. Yeah, but what are those guys like? Okay, let's go to Ohio State. Like twenty three k a year. What is what is Justin Fields bringing annually into Ohio State? I guarantee you is significantly more. Than twenty three thousand dollars a year. Oh yeah. Oh, I'll give you that. But still, like they sit there and it's like they're not getting paid. They don't have to pay that. You know, if me or you go to Ohio State, I have to pay ninety five thousand bucks. That's the big thing, you know. Bernie, you know, school should be free. Blah blah blah. It should be free. And you know, because of all because of all the debt, this and that. So those guys are going, and whether you become pro or you just go and you dick off for four years and hope you go pro and you don't, and you get a, you know, you pick a shitty major, you don't have to pay that back where everybody else has to pay it back. So, I mean, that's my thing. If the NCAA really wants to, and like they, the way it's looking, they're going to lose this battle. <clears throat> but if they're going to lose it, if I was them, that's what I would do. I'd take away scholarships. Either, either take them away completely or put in some kind of thing where, like, if you do become pro or you get picked, something like that, then you've got to pay it back. That's what I would do. Because, I mean, like I said, if I go there and I don't have a football scholarship, then, you know, i got to pay all that. So I'm in the hole from the get-go. And these guys are just using that to try to get the pro. Some of them. Not all of them. You know, a lot of players for all the sports go. And, I mean – they're smart and they're actually working on their education. But there's there's that number of guys and well girls too will be equal here 
that, uh, you know, they go and they're just using that to try to get to that next level to make that big bucks and they just don't care. So, you know, school the whole time is a big joke to them. Yeah, I guess that's where we definitely, maybe you're, in some cases that's definitely right. But there is the flip side of like the guys play and gals playing this sport, these sports are putting their like, especially football players, those guys are putting their long-term health again, which is ex- which again ex- substantially more expensive to take care of a lot of these issues. We're talking about CTE. Maybe a guy blows his knee out. Maybe a guy you know has some other issues. Maybe somebody gets paralyzed. Like they're putting their physical selves on the line, and we're not like if it's you and I going to school, we're not doing that. If we're, we're going not, to Ohio but, State, we're not risking our our permanent health every single play at practice, every single play in a game. I agree, but my rebuttal to that would be you just told me what we're not putting online that they are. So you know what could happen. So if you go to play football, you know all this can happen, right? Yeah, but you so you're saying so you're making that choice. Okay, but like at anything else, like you should be trying to do what's best for yourself, and I think that's all they're trying to do. You're right. You're making a choice, but you're making a choice to better yourself, and you're taking a risk, and I don't understand how the school doesn't have to, like, deal with any of that. Like, here's the deal. Like, even if you get – like, even scholarships aren't guaranteed for the whole four years. If you're – quarterback in Alabama and you're like the shit right now but you blow out your knee and you can never play it down again they're gonna pull your scholarship I mean you hope they don't but they can very easily pull your scholarship and so now you don't get that four years so it's almost like NFL contracts right they should be guaranteed I think scholarships should be guaranteed yes I think these guys should be getting some of the what they're bringing in I don't think they should be making hundreds of thousand dollars Kevin but when a lot of these guys and I, I and I'd like maybe that's what I'll do this week. I'll research a little bit of what they're allowed to do, but I don't believe they're really allowed to work during football season. And nor really do they yeah. have, and nor do they really have the time. Like these guys are putting oh, in. Yeah, I know. That's, what the, that's what a lot of the complaints are: is that they're doing all this and they don't have time to go out and get jobs. And that's why, like, outside of pulling the scholarships, if they can get it worked out, like. Give them something where, you know, they can't work. So even just give them minimum wage, 40 hours a week. So you're looking after taxes like 250 to 300, something around there. So, I mean, that's a, say, a thousand bucks a month. Here's the you thing. Know, I wouldn't disagree with that. I'd be on board if you're getting a thousand dollars. If a player, here's what I think. If you say a thousand, we'll use that number. If a guy's getting a thousand dollars a month, right? And obviously yeah. they're paying his tuition and his food, which I think they should be. That should just happen. Yeah. Right. On a scholarship. Give him a thousand dollars a month walking around money, which isn't a lot of money in today's time, but it, it's something. But I on the and I, and I think the NCAA should be good. But on the flip side, even yeah. that aside, I don't understand why they've never been allowed to go out and do just like Olympians and what they what they're going to be able to do now on a lot of states kind of jumping on board with this. I've never personally understood why they couldn't go out and get a Wheaties commercial or get a Gatorade commercial or a sales, you know, be the spokesman for a car dealership and make some money. I've personally never understood it. 
like I said, I think a lot of that has to do with if they're bringing in money like that, you're not going to be able to tell if it's from that or if they're getting it from, you know, the booster, whatever, you know, that kind of thing. I think that's the biggest thing about it. But they're that... afraid of shaving points and stuff like that. Because, I mean, you hear about it now on occasion because it just happened not that long ago. I can't remember what school it was, but the guy got busted taking money and he was shaving points. He's taking now, money. So I think that's. Huh? You're going to take money if you can't go. I mean, here's the deal. I well, I think we could both agree that I see your point, but I feel like that's an NCAA problem where they should be able to work that out. I don't think it's that difficult to work out to prove that oh, this yeah, is where your money is coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we could both agree that there's always going to be bad apples out there. Like guys are always going to like, there's going to be a guy like the if we say the system we thought of where you get a thousand dollars a month, right? And you're allowed to get endorsements per like the Olympics do, which there's still there's greedy a holes out there that are always going to try to violate the system, and those guys should be handled aggressively. Like yeah. to me, I think if you get caught, take like doing outside. Let's say we have that in place. If you get caught going outside now of that. Not only should you lose your scholarship, but you should have to repay any like the value up to that point of your scholarship. Make it hurt and make them sign these de- like sign a contract saying as much when they come into the school cuz they're now adults, they can sign legal contracts. And now they have, you know what I'm saying? So now they there yeah. is a legitimate like cuz here's the deal. Again, you'll always have that one asshole who thinks he can get past the system, but you are going to get more, like, I think you're going to balance this system. You're going to steady the boat, let's say. And you're going to have a lot less people, like, complaining. You have a lot less people upset. And you're just going to, it's going to work out, I think, a whole lot better. Yeah. Until, I mean, until other sports start complaining. Because, you know, if you're just getting uh, endorsements and stuff, like, how many endorsements do you think, like, women's lacrosse is going to get you know i just think that's where you're going to have the trouble where if they would work it out where you get a thousand bucks a month you know i think that would go a lot better i just think it'd be because like i said you're going to have teams that aren't going to be getting people to get endorsements you know there's going to just not everyone's going to get money in the end but this is someone's happy no you're right but this is where i back to school because it's not the school's responsibility to get you endorsements. Yeah. The it's the school would be completely removed from that. It wouldn't even be a school thing outside of you verif- like showing how you got the money, right? How you're getting your income. Yeah. But that's not the school's problem. I support the school on that side. Like that's not their job. Some people are marketable, some people aren't. That's just life. Like wouldn't that be like yeah. me bitching and moaning because uh well I'm from Akron, Ohio. Why don't I have a big fucking Nike deal? Like LeBron does. We're from the same place. Like it's not Akron's fault that LeBron's a phenomenal basketball player, and I know that's completely an outlandish uh yeah. Thing. I, know you're, I get what you're saying. But it's not on the school. It's that is just how it is. Some of us are marketable, some of us aren't. And if you are marketable and you're putting yourself on the line every week. Uh, you should be able to make some money. And I think that the states are doing the right thing, supporting the players. 
Uh, I give LeBron a lot of credit for kind of promoting this and pushing this and supporting this. And I think he, I don't think that obviously he's the one that got it done, but I think having athletes like himself support these kind of initiatives gets him a done. Uh, So another check mark for LeBron doing great things. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out because as more states, and you said Ohio's kind of working on their own, and the more states yeah, jump on this, I said if more states jump on this, someone like the big five conferences might have to like go outside, leave the NCAA and be like a, a like for football especially and be like yeah. a developmental league for the NFL where people are getting paid. Yeah. I mean, that's what it might end up coming down to in the very end. I just think the NCAA, NCAA has always used this whole like student athlete thing as a way to really suppress the the people who bring all the money in from yeah. getting a taste. And I think it should be, you know, I do think there are values in those. Uh, it, I do think there's value in a scholarship, but I don't think it nearly covers what a lot of these guys, uh, bigger sports bring in. Um. And, or I should say, the sport, the athletes bring in significantly more than the, the value of that scholarship. And and the fact is, the NCAA has made it so that a lot of these guys for a long, long time have had to live very, like, poor, like, not being able to eat. If yeah. I have a scholarship and I'm putting in 40, 50 hours a week with studying and film work and on the field, extra, you know, getting my in the gym. And I can't mm-hmm. eat, dude. How many calories are those dudes? Should those dudes be taking in a day? And now we're malnourishing athletes because we're this whole we're being some sticklers for some ridiculous thing. I can't get. I've never. I've always had a hard time getting behind it. And I'm. I'm really glad it's changing. Yeah. Just wait to see how it plays out because you know this is far from over. Oh yeah, no, it will. But like I said, I think the more states that I think the the players are way better off the more states get on board with these type of laws because the NCAA, like I said, if it was just California, one or two states, they could have battled and they might have been able to suppress it. But I think if you start getting 10, 20 states on this and some of these states where the big schools are like Ohio, Ohio State, right? PA's got Michigan, yeah. Penn State. Okay, Michigan they sucks. But Pennsylvania, Michigan. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm yeah. Ignore me, people. I'm an idiot. Had an Eric moment. I don't know why I'm hating on him so much lately, but I am. I don't know because you criticized your team. Yeah, and he did it again this week. Okay, I don't know if it was really him this week, but his co-host really pissed me off, and it was just something simple to the extent of. Cleveland's defense hasn't played good all year. We had like our first game was terrible, but we have gotten better every week defensively and more aggressive. And oh, it just drove me nuts. I really wish he was live. I wanted to call in. Are you fucking? Who who is his co-host? Uh, it's some new guy. Um. He, now, was he going after you purposely, or is he just talking about the Browns? No, he's just talking about the Browns. Eric obviously goes after me uh, perfectly, personally. Um, but, uh, yeah, and that's what really got me going on Eric is calling me a coward because I called out my team. 
By the way, since I called them out, they stepped their game up, so they heard me. Yeah, and we'll I get don't in. Know how much it was you, but <sighs> no, it was. But all yeah, me. it's just funny that he says that, but he's like gonna bail on his team and go after like start becoming a Chiefs fan, you know. And then still, I was gonna look it up and I forgot to. He posted a thing, I don't know, after one of the Broncos flops about. I guess there's rumors about supposedly Vaughn Miller being traded. And he was like, they better get two first round picks and I don't know, some like two other picks for him. And I'm like, he wasn't even worth that when he won Super Bowl MVP. Like, they're sure as hell not gonna get that from from him now. Yeah, he he's the biggest here's what I, I love about Eric on some level, as much as it drives me nuts, is he's the biggest bandwagon guy I've ever met in my entire life. Every week, a new team is his favorite team. Yeah, and he kind of falls back on this Bronco thing. But every week, Eric, you got you got a new team, and that's I mean, it's good to respect teams. Like I respect some other teams in the league. I enjoy watching some teams, but you can't be like this is my team. It, it makes you like you call me like a coward fan, but really, it it kind of makes you a lame fan when every week I'm not like. Oh, the Steelers had a great week. You'll never hear me like, oh, I'm a Steelers guy now. No, it will never happen. Do I want the Steelers to be good because it makes the AFC North great? Yes, absolutely. But I want them to lose to Cleveland twice a year. <laughs> and that hasn't happened in a very long time. Ooh, this could be the year, and we'll definitely get into a little bit of that chat today because I got some conversation I want to talk about the AFC North. But before we oh, get there, before we jump into the North – and the Bengals, I got to update my charts. The Bengals are on the bottom now. You guys finally moved up after the win last week, and we'll definitely get into that. Um, yeah. So, a couple of sports. One, one sport starting, another sport wrapping up in the playoffs. Baseball's heading into their playoffs. Um, do you even care about that, or is that something you're following right now? I'm trying to, but I don't really care of anyone that's in it. I mean, Indians didn't make it. The Red Sox didn't make it. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing, like, the Rays just because it's the Rays. But other than that, it's, like, it's the same people. So, are they yeah, still, I really don't. Are they still thinking about going to Tampa, I mean, going to Canada next year, half and half? I don't know. It was, like, I heard a lot about it when that first came out, but I haven't heard anything else about it since. So, I don't know what's going on. But, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a. I think it's it'd be a huge mistake for them. Yeah, I think it's pretty stupid. But it's yeah. baseball. They're gonna try something. Well, if you're a player, so why not try that? Yeah, but if you're a player, you're getting double tax. It's just crappy. I didn't even know they're in the playoffs. That's how well, far out of baseball I am right now. Well, not only are you gonna get double taxed and stuff, but you're gonna sit there and if you're a season ticket holder, instead of paying, you know, whatever you pay for. 82 games now you're going to get what 41 games yeah and then you know if you're a player um you know you have a place in tampa when i have to have a place in where would they wanted to go montreal yeah so you have to have a place in montreal and then it's like how are you going to do the schedule are you going to do like the first half home games are in tampa the second half and up there or are you going to integrate it and then it's like if you go if you make it to the playoffs where who gets the playoff games? You know, there's just so much stuff about that. And then Canada's got you know law, different laws and stuff like that. Because I know a couple of years ago there was a pitcher from I think it was the White Sox got traded to Toronto or something. 
Yeah, I think that's the only Canadian team. Got traded to Toronto, and he was pissed off because he had uh, pit bulls or bulldogs. I don't know. He had something like that. Well, those dogs are illegal in Canada, so he couldn't take his dogs with him. So it's just like there's so much crap, and it's like if you're used to one way or, you know, you got everything set up here, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, we got to go to Canada. Yeah, I know. I honestly, I think Mon- I think they should just move to Montreal. Tampa's terrible baseball town. It's like I think the Jags should move out of Jacksonville, and I think they will be the. They're going to move. I almost guarantee that. But yeah. anyways, but go ahead. the Tampa, the Rays aren't even in Tampa. They're in Saint Petersburg. Yes, yeah, and then they have like the stadium they built. It's like a crappy stadium. Like, don't get me wrong. I've been there a handful of times, and I like going to it because it's different. But when you're there, you're just like, yeah, this makes no sense. Is you this, know, this is definitely not – wasn't built for, like, a baseball. But it, it was. It doesn't seem like it was built for – it was. But like I'm saying, if you, that's the bad thing about it. Because when you see it, you're just like, yeah, you definitely didn't build this in mind of a baseball stadium. You know, it's just – it's weird. Yeah, no. And I didn't even know the Rays were – yeah. I don't even know who's in. I know. I guess I know the Yankees are in because I saw them earlier. Uh, yeah, Yankees and Minnesota, and then you got the Rays against Houston, and then the National League is the Braves. I want to say Braves and St. Louis, and the Dodgers and the Nationals. I think. Yeah. Oh, I do know the Nationals are in because it was a whole big deal how they won there. Uh, their playoff got to get in the playoffs, but yeah, I just don't even care. I care, I guess, about the who wins the World Series, but that's about it. Just because you yeah. know you want to know who wins, but baseball just lost me. And the Indians, I know they were, I think, only like the second team to win as many games as they did, or the fifth team to win as many games as they did and not make the playoffs. Baseball's yeah. just kind of lost me forever. Um, I. Am pretty pumped though, and want to know what you are you excited at all about NBA season starting this year? No, not really. I think it'll be interesting because you know Brooklyn's not going to win because Kyrie can't carry that team by himself. Uh, yeah, I want to see what LeBron and they've been testing him playing the one. I want to see LeBron at point guard. Would well, that would be sick? And I think yeah, that I am. I'll give you that. I'm interested to see if the Lakers you know, improve this year, which you would hope so just because they have Anthony Davis now also. But, you know, they got the new coach. And I still am a firm believer that with them bringing Jason Kidd in, I think that's what they're waiting for. Because if this coach doesn't – if he screws up, they're going to fire him and bring in Kidd. Because I think Kidd is who they really wanted. But I don't know if it was domestic abuse again or whatever it was that he did – like, no one wants to touch him right now. So that's why they wouldn't just straight up hire him. But if you hire him for the bench and make him the assistant, then, you know, if you fire your coach, you got to make him the head coach. Yeah, no, I think I think it, you're you're 100% on there. I'm really excited to see the Lakers this year. Um, and like I said, LeBron playing the point, and then you have Anthony Davis. And I think Dwight Howard is going to have a solid year. I think he's going to keep his mouth shut. I think LeBron's going to keep him in line. I think that's right. I forgot he went there. Yeah. I think he's going to have a solid year. I think LeBron's the one guy that could kind of chill him out. And then also, even the Clippers with Kawhi. Like, I, and you know that, like, I think uh, Golden State's going to have a down year with all their injuries. 
and loss mm. of players. Like I think it's going to be a fun year to watch NBA basketball. Obviously, uh, our Ohio team here in Cleveland is going to be terrible, but we know that going in. It's okay because it, yeah. the Browns are first place. So that's all that matters. Yeah, that's my thing with like, – like I always watch LeBron, but with him being you know a Laker, those games come on late, so I don't really get to see too many Laker games. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll talk a little bit off air how you can watch that. Oh, well, I guess you already on the early time zone. Yeah. It should be too late for you, I wouldn't think. Well, I guess they you do got to get up super early. Yeah, you got to get yeah. up super early. That's fair. You win again, Kevin. I do want to talk a little bit about uh, a random thing. Wrestling is on Fox starting tonight, and I hate Yeah, the it's w- called a preview. I don't like the WWE because I'm a big AEW guy right now, but I got to tell uh-huh. you, like, WWE went all out to make this, like, a like look like a big deal. Like, they got a whole new stage. Like, it looks SmackDown, which is now the new number one show in pro wrestling, like, for the big guy, you know, for WWE, it's going to be their A show. Raw is going to be their B show, but, like, it looks big time. And I've just kind of been peeking over. I think some MMA guy just joined the WWE. Um yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. And if you didn't watch uh, Dynamite on Wednesday, that was a really good show. Wrestling's like picking mm-hmm. up again. Is that uh, what they're calling uh, the AEW Dynamite? Yeah, yeah, it's on TNT every week, eight o'clock. It is r- really. I forgot. Good. I wasn't sure when they were starting. Yeah, just started this Wednesday, and I thought it was a good, like a good first show. But, like, w- here's the thing. Like, watching, it could competitive with Raw. And I don't know how, the like, the actual matches are because I haven't been watching SmackDown tonight. But, like, the actual visual of SmackDown looks almost better than WrestleMania. Like, it is, I think. I mean, they better do something because they're getting paid, what, a billion dollars or some shit? Billion-dollar contract just for SmackDown. And it's on Fox, yeah, so their viewership should be way up because it's not a cable channel. It's a regular basic channel. Yeah. Uh, I know my father-in-law was pretty excited about that because he doesn't have cable, so he, and he's always been a big wrestling fan. So he was all excited because especially he saw the one pre-commercial and it was like Stone Cold and The Rock, and he's like, Stone Cold's back? Like, he was all excited about it. Yeah, and they're doing a whole, like, they're going to be doing, like, a sports center type show for it, like a legit, obviously we know wrestling's predetermined, but there's going to be, like, mm. conversations about, like, storylines and stuff, sports center style uh, starting November 4th or 1st. Uh, so I think it's that interesting. Cool. Uh, somebody who's been a wrestling fan for a very long time. No, and I know it's fake people, but it's hey, those guys are <laughs> athletes like a mother and it is a male soap opera. Like I do like the story sometimes, uh, which is why I'm really named AEW right now. Cause I think they're telling better stories, fresher stories. Yeah. And they're not like recycling a bunch of old timers. They're bringing in fresh guys, that were like popular in Japan and other places around the U.S. that aren't WWE. So yeah, I'm excited, especially if CM Punk's going to be on this uh, pre-show or this uh, ESPN type show for Fox uh, on wrestling. It should be interesting considering he hates the WWE and he's going to be. Yeah, talking. I'll say I heard that there was rumors about him coming back or something. That's going to take a lot because it doesn't seem like he wants to wrestle. Um, but this show, he'll be a host probably. He did like a whole tryout because WWE was pissed off at Fox because they want they want to hire him. 
and there's nothing mm-hmm. WWE could be do because it's not a WWE show. Uh, it's completely Fox's deal. He'll have a Fox contract. But I think if he does do that show, I think down the road he will end up wrestling again. Um, because you know. Vince McMahon will open his pocketbook and offer him a ridiculous amount of money for like a one one WrestleMania or something, and yeah. he'll he'll get paid fat. But I'm excited. I'm excited about wrestling right now, and we'll we'll see how it goes. A lot of stuff going on with that. If you guys should start watching more wrestling, and then we could talk about it, because uh, I love wrestling. Again, I'll say it a million times. Also, some big stuff hopefully coming in the next week or two for me. I really want to tell the world, but I don't want to jinx it. But it is killing me not to get this out there. But if also, I'm thinking my wife might be watching on Facebook. And I think if I bring <laughs> it up here, she'll rip my manhood off because it will fall through if I bring it up. But big things could be coming. And as soon as I lock stuff in, you guys will definitely uh, know right away. Um, let's get into some AFC North talk. Cause I think last week was a great week for the division. Um, yes, but go ahead before we do that. One thing, go ahead to talk about, cause it's not AFC North. Fontes perfect. Oh, I did want to talk about that. We have. Yeah. So here's the thing with perfect. He got a, he got a year long suspension for a, a hit. That was legitimately a bad hit. I watched it over and over and over again, which I'm sure a lot of us did. Oh yeah, and he's that appealing. Mad. You're mad? No, I'm just saying that was a nasty hit. Oh yeah, it was a bad hit. Like he should have been suspended. I don't know about for the whole year. I see why this he is. He should like. I get why they did because the pattern. Um, but here's where I, I do have a problem: is when they came out today and said they found another hit. If it was that egregious, why wasn't it called during the game? Like, I think they're just pissed he's appealing and trying to screw him over. They're trying to Kaepernick him. He should have been thrown out of the league a long time ago. That's the bad thing about this. And then here's my thing that gets me. It's a horrible hit. You can clearly see his knee's on the ground when he gets catches the ball. All you have to do is touch him. Touch. A hand. Bam. He sees him, and he just lowers his head from the get-go. He runs straight into him. Like, it was completely malice. It was done on purpose. Whatever you want to throw out there. He did it on purpose. And then, but then you have like John Gruden coming out and he's all mad about it and doesn't think it's right. And Derek Carr. And if I was the NFL, I'd just suspend them both for a game because they're idiots. Be like, if you're that dumb that you can watch what he did and it's like, now he's on your team, so you're going to stick up for him. Now, what if he was on the other team and he just blasted Derek Carr? Would you be coming out being like, oh, you guys are just gunning for him on purpose? Like, that's the thing that gets, just drives me crazy because I'm like, that's the stupidest thing. And it's like, I don't know. I just think it's stupid to come out there. It's like, I know to a point you got to do it, but there's got to be a line where you just got to sit there. And especially if you're out there going safety, 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 then all of a sudden that happens. You're like, oh, there was nothing with that. You know, I'm just like, it's like, come on now. Yeah, you know, I don't even disagree up to what, that point. My problem came today or yesterday, whenever they said they found that extra hit. Yeah, there's no reason that on. Everyone knows that he's got away with hits already this year. I mean, think I think it was week one they were talking about a hit that he got a, he got away with, basically. So, 
Yeah, it's but, like, yeah, adding it on now, it's just it's pointless because you already got them dead to rights. There's no reason to add anything else to it. Yeah, no, I think I think they're just mad because he went out and appealed it, and they, I don't think they thought he was going to appeal it, which I don't know why they would have thought that. But Yeah, that's just stupid to think that. But I think they're upset about it because I think they're concerned that it might get busted down to a handful of games or eight games or whatever. Um, but so I think it's petty. I don't like that part of it. But everything else I agree with. He's had a history of playing dirty. He probably definitely should be sent out for the year. I think he's going to retire because I think part of it is I think there is a small part where he, this is just who he is. It's how he plays the yeah. game. It's how he's always played the game. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that's who he is. He doesn't, I know he knows better. He just doesn't, you know, kind of when yeah. you're in the heat of battle, you don't, you're not thinking about angles in, and this is just what he's done. And I think it's cost him. And I think that should be considered, but I think at some point he's just going to throw in the white flag because if he's just going to get suspended every year, fined heavily every year, at what point does it become, does it make sense to keep playing? Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting situation with him. Um, I am interested also, who just came off? I just literally had a complete brain freeze right in the middle of my sentence. Well, I guess it wasn't that important. I want to go get Came off of suspension? Yeah, someone just came off suspension. Golden Tate. Yeah, the Giants. You think that's going to help Danny Dimes or whatever they're calling him, David? It might, but I don't think I don't think it's really going to make a big difference until uh, Saquon comes back. They won without Saquon last week. Yeah, but I mean, they might actually start playing good teams sooner or later. Yeah, that's fair. I did have I actually did have a uh, conversation on before we jump into the North. We'll just tap this last thing here um i did have a conversation today on facebook with one of my friends there and we we're talking about the uh colt mccoy is going to start for the redskins and he was saying you've got a rookie who should be starting you know and what are your yeah. thoughts on that would you have put the rookie in because i actually like sitting the rookie for the year I would have preferred to see them sit him for the year, but I think that since you put him in the game last week, you got to stick with him now. I think putting Colt McCoy in now is stupid. But you didn't have a choice last week. Colt McCoy wasn't okay last week, was he? He wasn't cleared. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't think they had a choice last week. I think I don't know because normally, yeah, you're not going to have three quarterbacks dressed. But I mean, if if that's what the case, if he was able to play, he should have been dressed. You shouldn't have had Haskins dressed. I don't think he was cleared. Then that's a different story. I, I didn't know. I just heard about it. Guy I work, uh, work with, he's actually a Redskins fan, and he was telling me about it. And I was like, yeah, I think that's stupid. But if he wasn't cleared, then that's a little bit different. But I still just think it's hard to stick him in there because you could tell like he's been wanting to play, and he obviously thought he should have been playing because Case Keenum, you know, outside that one miraculous year in Minnesota hasn't done anything. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's hard. Like I said, it might, 
it might make it even worse for Haskins now. You just don't know how his mindset is, you know, stuff like that. So you get him in there to play. I'm going to be the starter now. And then um, then you find out Colt McCoy is going to start over you. It would be like, why the hell is Colt McCoy starting over me? Yeah, no, I, I definitely kind of get that. That's for sure. I just – McCoy was – I don't think McCoy was clear, and I should probably check that before we started tonight. Um, but I did work today, so I didn't get off to right before. We had, yeah, I, about to say, I have no idea. But let's say if he was uh, – if he was if he wasn't clear, then I think that I I'm gonna stick with my thing that Colt should be starting. I think you let Has because I don't think Haskins is ready. I think he's super talented. I think he will be ready next year, but I think he needs to sit, and I think that's the route they should go, um, and keep rocking that because why? Especially because they're not gonna be that. It's not gonna make a huge difference on the record. You're just risking getting him hurt. Or screwing yeah. him up. Wait till next year. Bring in some talent. Um, hopefully trade Trent Williams to Green to Trent Williams to the Browns. Um, make my life a little easier. But yeah, that's an interesting situation uh, out there. And I don't know. I definitely know there, there's kind of two different ways of seeing it. Those of us who think he should sit for a year, or quarterbacks, most young quarterbacks should sit for a year. Because I only think there's a yeah. handful that should play from day one. And, you know, then the, the ones who go, just let them go at it and learn on the fly because you're going to suck anyways. Yeah. All right. I could go on because I was just thinking about, is Josh Rosen screwed again? Is he going to another team? I could literally go all night with this. Um, <laughs> I've been antsy to talk sports. Nobody at my current situ- situation likes sports. Um, so they don't want to talk about it. That's a lie. One of my trainers... This girl is a diehard uh, Broncos fan, and she plays fantasy. So, but I'll say that no one's really sports people. So I've been itching for some sports chat. Yeah, I haven't really got to talk to anyone at work this week about sports either. So, yeah, I've been. Oh yeah, it's all been bottling up. Well, let's get into the AFC North because I do have. Oh shit, it's eight forty. Yeah, I still have things to do today. Um. When my wife's not here, it's I actually have to parent. No, that's a lie. I have to parent all the time. <laughs> I just don't do a good job at it. Uh, let's get into the AFC North. Uh, let's start at the bottom. Last week, Bengals made their way to the bottom. They played the Steelers. Is this team legitimately can't could be vying for that number one position to get into a, which I think would be a great pick because I think Andy Dalton needs to go. Yeah, I just I agree. I think he it's time. His time's come and pass it's time for him to go i just don't know if tua is the answer i don't i don't know so but i mean that's who it seems like them and miami's fighting for unless somehow i mean jalen hurts is having a pretty good year but i mean he was always a good quarterback anyways so what about what is justin what is what is justin fields is he a sophomore I'm not sure. That kid can be a rookie. He's a pimp. Um, yeah, I just think. Yeah, but he's a running. He's a strong running quarterback. I'm not. I'm not big on his passing yet. That's fair. I would love to disagree, but I I can I can get behind you on this. I'm with you. 
I think that they are like they're legitimately arguably the worst like they're up there with that conversation with the least talented team in the NFL. Like they're bad. Joe Mixon yeah, has yeah. not been playing Joe Mixon football when he has been healthy, but he can't stay healthy. AJ Green obviously is out. Hopefully, I don't know when he's coming back or expected to. He's well, he on- thought he was going to come back for Monday night's game, but now there's talk. I've heard there's rumors about him wanting out of there. Well, hey, I don't care where he just needs to be healthy. He's on my fantasy roster. I need him to be healthy. <laughs> my rosters, like I have him and Hunt both on my roster, and. Those are two very valuable roster spots that are being held up because of injury and suspension. But yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. I do you think he has any value? Like legitimate. I'm not talking like fifth round pick. I'm saying, is he someone you're gonna give a second round pick for? No. He's been in the league long enough and he's injury prone enough where I don't see him getting anything like that. It's just too much of a because I mean you can give up a big pick. It's like how much are you actually going to get him for? Yeah, I mean you probably could get him for a fifth or sixth. Well, I mean, how, I'm sorry, I don't mean how much you can get, like trade value, but like how much playing are you going to get him for? Oh yeah, you no, because I don't know what I don't know what his contracts left. So you know, are you trading him for half a year, a year and a half? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I think it's a great point. I don't know that he has any legitimate value. I know as a GM, unless I was desperate in a situation where I have injury issues and I was desperate for a wide receiver, I don't think I'm going to go get the guy. I don't think I have interest in him. And so he's stuck there. And here's the thing. He could still make plays. I still need him to go make plays. But right now they're hurt. What's that? Ross went down. He got put on the IR this week. Uh, yep. I don't see them winning more than four games this year, and I think four is going to be a stretch the way they've been playing. Yeah. I mean, the big one is they play Miami this year. Oh, that should be called the Tua Bowl. We could build a whole thing <laughs> around it. We can build. I mean, it could be huge. Like, you flex it to, like, a special, like, you move that to the last game. You just flex it to the last game of the year. Yeah. Oh, this would <laughs> be great. Be this would be great. Here, I just had a, another great idea. You replace the All-Star or the Pro Bowl with the Tua Bowl. And you just let these guys get healthy. You let them game plan for a couple of weeks like it's the Super Bowl. And you just let them put put it all out there just so they can see who's going to lose. And you just see, see them like throwing in, like it, intentionally throwing interceptions. Like you see Joe Mixon just throwing the ball on the ground like, oops. My bad. But then you can make it, make it good since you're going to replace you would replace the Pro Bowl. Put it back in Hawaii. At least put them in a nice setting to look shitty. Because people are going to have to pay you to go see that game. Yeah. No, I, okay. I, I'm with you. Yeah, it's <laughs> they're not good. Um. So I don't, I don't even know who do they play this week. I didn't even look up the schedules. Um. I'll do that right now. I don't – whoever it is, I'm just going to say that they're going to lose. Um. Let's go NFL.com. Hopefully they have a bye week. They could use a bye week. That's about the only chance they have a win. I don't think they're on a bye. I'm trying to think. Who the heck. I just did my pickums at work yesterday. I obviously didn't pick the Bengals. I think they play in Arizona. Ooh, that that ooh, that might be a chance for a win. That might be a chance. Uh 
schedule. I don't like the NFL.com. They've changed it a little bit. Not a fan of NFL.com. Do be better. <laughs> By the way, we've had a couple of good Thursday night games. Yeah, I went to bed last night at the end of the third. I was just too tired. Cardinals at the Bengals, Sunday at 1 a.m. on Fox. Ooh. Are you thinking the Bengals have a chance here to get on the board with a W? It's a possibility. I mean, I took Arizona in my pickums, but they do have a possibility. Hold Somehow on. they had them favored. This dude, this UFC guy. Hey. What? I'm listening. Who is this guy? I don't have a TV, so I don't know who, who it is. Do they say his name? That's what I'm waiting for. I do apologize for the silence, but this is like a big deal. I guess he beat Lesnar in the UFC. Frank Mir? No. Oh, Kane Velasquez. Yeah. Mexican? Yeah. He's in the WWE now. I was about to say, he just started not too long ago in uh, some Mexican luchador thing. Because uh, his career seems like it's over because uh, back injuries. Well, so it doesn't make sense to really go to wrestling, but hey, whatever. He's probably getting a fat deal. Uh, he oh, just yeah, that, that. tacked Brock Lesnar. And wow, sorry, that took me out of the, the zone there. SmackDown really showing up tonight. He beat the shit out of Lesnar in the UFC for real. So it's kind of funny that he's going to get to beat him up for fake now. <laughs> I love it. All right, let's get back. More to come on that next week as I do some research on that. Um, yeah, we probably will talk wrestling a lot, uh, or at least a little bit every week because I'm, like, getting into this right now. It's been a great wrestling situation. All right, so the Bengals, what are you saying? Let's do it. Are you going to pick them? No, I'm sticking with Arizona, even though I don't like the bus, Kyle Murray. There we go. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of his, but I think he'll pull it off. Bengals defense is pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty bad. Cardinals defense isn't that terrible. Um, I think I'm going to go with the Cardinals in this one, too. The Bengals stay at the bottom. Um, oh, and then the huge game. Let's go to – let's before we get into this game, let's talk about the third team in our division as the Steelers take a step up. They step up, Kevin. They're working their way back to the hopefully the top of the division as they won last week against those Bengals uh, in a fairly decisive win. Um, playing a lot of, like, wildcat weird stuff. Changing yeah, up. I wasn't a fan of that. But you got – here's what I do. I give them credit because they thought outside the box. They thought outside – They did. I'm hoping they did it just to try to get that offense going. Because it's just like, there's a reason you don't see the Wildcat that often. Every team knows how to stop it. So if you bring it out of nowhere, like the Steelers did, you're going to catch teams off guard. They're not preparing for it. So I think you have a good chance to do it. If they come out this week and try to run that, I think the Ravens are going to shut it down. Yeah, and I, I don't disagree with you. I think they absolutely have to come up with a different approach this week against the Ravens, which I think Cleveland proved where that approach is, get an early lead and make Jackson throw. You can't yeah. win. We'll definitely get into that um, and how that went down last week. But I think that's the that's the blueprint. Get a lead. 
Yeah. Uh, I think Mason Rudolph has played decent football. He hasn't like They're still not letting him throw down the field. I think he's going to work into that. You got to breathe a little. I, I know you're not used to, to this, but as a Browns fan, let me tell you. <laughs> You gotta let the boy grow. You gotta let him. It's like he's in a little incubator, right? I said this today I about the Browns. That, but his big thing coming out of college was he's got an arm on, and you're not letting him throw long. I think he threw one long pass, which went for a touchdown last week. But those, so it's like, hello, let him run more or throw more deep. But you have to understand, and I know you know this. Those plays take longer to develop. Your line's got to stay stout longer. And I'm not yeah, saying the Steelers line can't. I'm saying that you've got a young guy back there. You've got to let him get some confidence. I'm telling you, I think by the end of the season, you're going to be seeing that guy throwing the ball down the field. I personally think you probably don't want him to be great right now because if he's great, then there's a whole lot of drama at the start of next year because if he's great, I personally think it's time to move on from Big Ben. I mean, that's this is me putting Big Ben's rape history aside. And not liking him for that, I think Ben on the on the field has proven to be an all time great. But let's be honest he's he's over the he's not Tom Brady he's not Drew Brees when it comes to maintaining their skill level at their youth as they had of the youth. He has dropped off noticeably Drop in my off. opinion. He took like five thousand no. yards last year. Come on, Kevin. Was, the guy has taken a, a step back. Guy. Now, don't get me wrong. He makes a ton of stupid-ass decisions. Yeah. But he's still making plays. Yeah. I guess if you call throwing the ball to the other team, making plays, that technically is a play he made. But see, that's stuff. That's how he's always been, though. He's always up but, in the teens and in interceptions. He's in the 20s for touchdowns. And he's up there in passing yards. What is he? I mean, it's not like last year was the first time he started throwing stupid interceptions. He's been throwing stupid interceptions since his rookie year. What does he cost in the Steelers contract-wise? Like okay, if you, if Rudolph like blows up right or turns into what you would like him to be, and he is the next guy, would you? Yeah. Would you? Wouldn't you just put him in next year and cut loose Big Ben and save twenty mil that you could bring in some more? offensive line talent or pay up one of these guys on the defense or a handful of other things. I'm just saying if Rudolph is as good as we think he can be and he does progress like he should, to me, save the $20 million, It's time to move on, man. Like, no disrespect to Ben. It's not, it's not a personal thing. It's what's best for the business. Yeah, but I think they're going to – they're going to give him the chance to go out on his own terms. So I, I still think it's going to depend. If anything, they might actually make him compete to see who starts next year. But I just think they would do that just because, you know, he's always he's always taken less money. He's always given money back when they needed to sign somebody else. You know, he's always done everything for the team outside of two things that possibly could have happened outside of the football arena. But um, other than that, he's always been a team guy, team first guy. So <clears throat> I don't know. I, I see him, no matter how Mason, like I said, worst case scenario, I think they make him have a QB battle. But it also could be that, you know, if Rudolph blows up, he can see that he might not get that job. So he might just retire. 
I think the him re- just retiring thing is kind of like a long shot just because, you know, I I think he's still going to want to go out on his his way. Yeah. No, and I think it maybe what the smart thing is they, they do, like, respect him and they pull him to the side, right? And mm-hmm. they say, hey, listen, we you are, you know, you've been our guy for so long. You will forever be a stealer. Like, you're going to go up in the ring of honor, whatever Pittsburgh does. You're going to yeah. be, that's like instantly going to happen. You're definitely maybe in the conversation for Hall of Famer. Um, maybe. No, I know he is, but I don't have he's, to love it. I don't have to love it, Kevin. I don't know first ballot. That might be a stretch. Hall of Famer, he will get in. It depends. Here's the thing. It, de- it depends on who's with him, right? It's going to come down to when he actually retires and who's there. Because they only put, what, seven in a year? Is that the number? Yeah, except for this coming year, they're going to put like 20, something ridiculous in. Why? I didn't know about that. It's the 100-year oh, okay, celebration. It still makes no sense because this past Hall of Fame would have been the 100-year. Like, they're doing everything half-assed backwards. Oh, well, we, we've talked about that. We agree. They have, oh, I know. They, have, they just keep adding on the stupid shit that they're doing. They have fumbled this 100-year celebration from week one when Cleveland should have played Monday night week one. Um, yeah. And the draft should have been in Cleveland. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's a ton of things they screwed up. But but yeah. Anyway, sorry. We're good. <laughs> no, no, that. you're good. I he'll get in. It just depends on when he comes out because you know those classes. You only have seven people, and I do think there are some people who maybe have been waiting and they're going to want to get them in. And to me, he's not a guy. And this isn't like a really a disrespect thing. It's just it's it's and maybe you know I will. I've always said on this right. I, I think Eric even pissed me off enough where I switched my. Twitter name to not an analyst. I'm not, I can't break down the numbers. I don't know the guy's footwork. I could break, I probably can, I understand the numbers. I respect the numbers and know what they mean. I don't know about his footwork. I know he can break tackles and he's eluded people for what, 14, 15 years. Um, from an armchair couch perspective, I think he's a great quarterback. Um, I just don't, I honestly don't know that he's a guy when you go, First ballot, that means like no matter everything you think about the guy, he's in 100% before a lot of other. I, I don't, I personally don't. I think he's a Hall of Famer. I think he's definitely going in. And honestly, it doesn't matter. Like, he's in, when you get in, you're in. Like, at the end of the day, like, only negative thing is if he's not a first ballot, maybe he croaks and then you get in posthumously, which isn't as much fun from what I hear. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no. You know what? I try to respect him as much as I hate him in his raping ways. Uh, that being said, let's move on. Oh, wait. Let's but pick this the game. Worst thing of, like, the worst thing about this is is they had two games they like slip away that they should have won. And if they don't do that, Steelers are sitting 3-1 and one in their top of the division right now. Because they shouldn't have lost to Seattle, but it was horrible defense. They weren't coming together so it's like you know whatever but they shouldn't have but the san francisco one that's the bad one because if anything they should be two and two at least but connor fumbles inside the freaking 20 yard line and there you go well that's called a mistake kevin you you get you pay for those mistakes i don't know oh i know i understand i'm just saying if it wasn't for a stupid mistake well those are the only kind like i've never like how often do you have smart mistakes like oh i'm so glad why is it might mail- happen. I don't know. My mail keeps popping up. It's like, I want to go up, please. All right. So, 
who are you picking in this game? Baltimore, are you going to be a realist? Or are you are – you, and I don't know. You know what? I'm not going to say that because I think this game could go either way. Who do you see winning this game? I'm going to say the Steelers, but, I mean, it all comes down to if they can handle Lamar Jackson. If you got to make Lamar throw, then you have your chances of winning go up quite a bit. But, I mean, their defense has been playing good. But you should see, you know, the Seattle game, they're having trouble stopping Russell Wilson on those couple runs he had. So, I mean, that's the big thing. If they can control the run and get the lead, I think they're going to win because, yeah, I'm. if Jackson is back there throwing and my team is playing them, I'm excited as hell. If I'm a Raven fan and I see Lamar Jackson have to throw the ball, I am very worried and upset. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I'm going to pick Pittsburgh, but I would advise Pittsburgh to go watch every play the defense played at Cleveland last week and copy that and mock that. And honestly, you should be able to do it better because I will argue right now because we're not healthy, your backfield is significantly better than ours. With Man, that your, says a lot. With the additions that you've made, I think you guys are good. Like the people you've brought in there, I yeah. – I'm not love it. Like I'm not saying you're the greatest, but I think you're healthy ish. I think that you guys have a should be able to shut them down. Play like I said, play that. Play, do what the Browns did. Honestly, the Browns stole it kind of from the Chiefs. You do that, and I think they're going to win that game. I think you can see Mason Rudolph go off. I think maybe this is when you do take those risks with Rudolph. Let him throw the ball down the field. Get a quick fourteen nothing lead. And make them have to work for it. I think Connors needs to step his game up, though. Uh, as someone who yeah. drafted him early, I am not excited about how he's been playing. Uh, I feel like he has taken a huge step back from last year. Yeah. Like, yeah, I can't argue that. If this Connors would have been there last year, Bell would still be a stealer and getting paid fat. Yeah. That's just my humble opinion. Uh, I, I can't even deny it or say or argue with you. Yeah, and that makes me feel good because occasionally I'm right. Uh, and while we're talking about this, we might as well hit on the number two team who took an butt whipping last week. I don't care how you call it. Everybody, oh, Cleveland this. Oh, freaking dumb dumb Rex Ryan. Oh, Baker's overrated. Oh, this team's falling. Dude, that, this team's that clip imploding. Was Pat McAfee made that whole clip. <laughs> as soon as he said that he was extremely overrated, <laughs> you just see Pat McAfee. He's like, what? <laughs> he's like, what did he just say? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Oh, or the Browns defense isn't going to. Everything failed. This team got spanked from the word go. Last week, uh, I will, you know, I will actually, I will say Ingram had some decent yards run, like had some decent plays running. I thought the, yeah. I actually think the Ravens offensive line in the second half pushed around the Cleveland de- defensive line. And I was not happy to see that. Uh, but from the Ravens perspective, these guys are kind of falling down to earth. I think, I think they're going where we thought they would. And I think a loss this week would be their third loss in a row. And, it, they should start to worry because I feel like you talk about Lamar Jackson's confidence. You talk about this overall team. This defense is not a Ravens defense. 
They are you know, not they're trying great. to piece it. They have too many new pieces. They got to get it together. So, yeah, playing them early right now, I think, is really good from a offensive, you know, from a defensive standpoint. Because, yeah, it's not the same Ravens defense. But, you know, midway through the year, you know, you figure they should be gelling by then. So it could be a different story later in the year. But, yeah, right now, they just still haven't put it all together. Yeah, no, I I absolutely agree. Um, that's weird. They're saying you're echoing. I don't hear you echoing, so I have to go back and look at that. Yeah, no, I think maybe you're right. I think hopefully they're not playing uh, uh, well this year, um, or up to the level that they will by the end of the year. They got to come together. I still will argue though. I don't know that they're as talented as Ravens Ravens team in the, in the past. And I think that's going to hurt them because I think Ravens teams in the past, like talk about Joe Flacco, even back, you know, Ray Lewis, those teams could win games with the defense. This defense yeah. cannot win games for you. It will not win very many games yeah. for you. Um, So the Ravens falling fast. And I think if they lose to Pittsburgh, which I think they will lose to Pittsburgh this week, it could be bad for them. Uh, Lamar Jackson, I think – not that great. I think he's turning out to be what everyone said he was, uh, a, a guy who can run the ball like a mother, and when presented certain opportunities, he can utilize that to hit some deep balls. But, like, he's not going to be a guy who brings you back from 21 down with his arm. Proved yeah. that last week. You know, they scored 25 points, but that last touchdown was a give me. Cleveland could have cared less. Uh, yeah. I mean, even if you heard that, like I don't know if it was mic'd up or whatever it was, but they had a they had a clip where Baker oh, yeah. said he told him, "Let's go score," because he's not going to beat us with his arm. Yeah, I love that. I love Baker, and that is the greatest. That is a great transition into the current AFC North number one seeded team. Got to change the board, and I can't wait to put Cleveland up top. Cleveland Browns winning their second game, going two and two. Technically, I know they're tied, but they have the tiebreaker. Uh, they came. I think again, this team has been in this like little chamber, man, and they're just this little embryo at the beginning of the year, and they didn't play quite like we thought they would. But that baby's growing, brother, and it's getting badder, and it's getting oh, it's getting evil. And Baker's coming along, and here's what I've seen. You go back to the Monday night game, who had the big game? Odell Beckham. X amount of catches, what, 160-some yards. You go to uh, this week's game, you have uh, Jarvis Landry and Nick Chubb putting up huge numbers. By the way, what have we been saying? Feed Nick Chubb the ball. I've said that every flipping week we've talked. What You feed Nick Chubb the ball, not only does he run for, what, 160 yards, three touchdowns, and by the way, the one where he hit the 89-yarder, phenomenal. But what does that do? Oh, Landry's, like, all over the place catching the ball. This team has – even the tight end, uh, Seals Jones, this team has too many weapons, and you have Callaway coming back this week. I don't know if they'll play him. I don't know if he'll be activated, but he's healthy. Jarvis is healthy again. I think everyone's making a big deal about Odell not getting many catches. I think that's how it's going to be. It's going to be back and forth. Whoever the hot receiver is, is going to. Higgins is coming back healthy this week. Dude, I know I'm hyped right now. I know I'm talking a lot. 
but I am pumped because I think this this Niners test is a huge test for Cleveland because I think a they should win. Yeah. I think I'm going to call them to win. I think feed the chub, give the chub the ball, and let him run. He should have 20 to 25 carries easy this game, and that's going to open up Higgins, Callaway. I don't care how you want to do it. Seals, Jones could care less. Baker is playing more confident. He's going to throw interceptions. Like he, well, the, I'll also say that for interception he threw last week wasn't his fault. Landry saved his own life by not taking a hit. I think it's a smart move not to take the hit. Hate the interception, but it wasn't on Baker. Guy, guy broke the route. I mean, Baker's going to eat it, right? He's going to get the interception. Yeah. I think this team is – they're not there yet. They're not fully developed, right? They're not fully – but God, oh, man. Got New England coming up in a couple of weeks. Denver after the bye week better just pray to baby Jesus because, mm-hmm. oh man, and and then like, I think Hunt could play against New England. Oh, this this team is like growing nicely, Kevin. And I know I'm going a long time here, and I do apologize, but I am I am so okay. stoked about what this team is turning into, and they're coming along in this deep that defense last week, man. You had four. Three no three. Oh, let's go back. Let's go back to the Thursday night game where you had four defensive backs out, all backups playing, and we essentially shut down the Rams, held them to twenty points. Man, yeah, that is a hell of an expectation with four backup defensive backs in the backfield. That was definitely a lot closer game than I thought it should have been. So yeah, and. And, and they started getting hot then, and it hadn't quite clicked yet, but they were coming around. And they started realizing, oh, we got a, our offensive line. We have to get rid of the ball faster. We have to, like, make, you know, these quick throws. And obviously Baker can do that. And then you come in last week. The defense, again, three men down, and they shut down Lamar Jackson and the Ravers, Ravens. Again, the defensive line can't get pushed around like they did but I don't think that the Niners' offensive line is as strong as Baltimore's. Uh, I picked Cleveland to win this game. I think it will be competitive uh, because we're going to be in San Francisco on Monday night. I hope they're wearing – I haven't seen the jerseys they're wearing. And by the way, Cleveland, I love the orange pants. I know Kevin probably won't, but I really love the orange pants. No, I didn't mind. I I like it better. I'm just – that all white that they were wearing at home and got their ass kicked every week. I was just so tired of it. Yeah, we won't wear that at all. Hey, shout out to Kim who's watching us, my favorite little ginger. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I think they're gonna win. Obviously, I think the Steelers need to win because if they do win, it kind of keeps them in the hunt, right? It'll move yeah. them up to second place. But Cleveland, they can't. That's why Cleveland can't lose too. Cleveland can't let Pittsburgh go on a run or Baltimore for that matter. And keep this division close. Cleveland has to keep winning and keep that and keep that edge. Uh, I'll let you go from here. I'm sorry. What do you think about this game? That's okay. I understand. You're you finally got something to be excited about. Yeah, week four last year. Okay, we were actually pretty excited week four last year. But in the past, by week four, we were talking about the draft when it came to the Browns. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So I'm fine with you getting a little long winded there. That's fine. Understandable. Um, but no, I thought. They did what they needed to do because that was the thing. Because I even texted you when they, well, I think it was right before halftime. They're down on what the five, six yard line, three straight throws, you know. And I'm just like, why are you not handing Chubb the ball? It's like, just handle the ball, 
<laughs> you know, it's not that hard. It's the guy standing right behind you. Just stand there and give him the ball. But, uh, you know, they finally figured out, hey, you know, we need to maybe change this up a little bit. So, um, no, I thought that was good. The defense, they, they uh, definitely weren't making – it didn't seem like stupid penalties like Garrett has been doing his whole career. So I thought that was pretty good. It just, you know, got to see whether or not that still sticks, you know, because, I mean, that's the biggest thing. I think he has so many stupid offsides or just the rough in the pass or penalties. It's like you should know better. You know, it's like, come on, you're costing your team. And uh, so I thought they did good. The only real thing I had to complain about the game in general was uh, – uh, what was it? Outside of uh, – what's the guy from – Baltimore Humphreys was that his name that was covering Odell yeah the guy that choked him yes dude he shut him down like there was no tomorrow like talk about a game I mean it's like that's the thing it's like he didn't have anything he was that dude covered him so good in that freaking game um but outside of that like I saw kitchens where dude cracks me up he was complaining because uh he contacted the NFL, you know, why wasn't Humphreys thrown out? And then he sat there and like the article, he's like, I uh, commended Odell because for him being choked and he's like, he didn't retaliate. It's like, Hey, before you say stupid comments like that, why don't you ask your grown ass man of a wide receiver? Hey, why were you getting choked like a little bitch in the middle of the football field? It's like, yeah, that's right. He was throwing punches. They both should have been thrown out. Plain is simple, but he's like, they didn't. So, I mean, you can't, for him just to sit there and single him out, it's like he was – they have it on video. He threw two, three punches. And then he was even uh, – the play before that, Odell ran into him and grabbed his helmet when he was falling down to try to rip his helmet off. So it's like there's a reason when you're a grown man, especially when you're playing a professional sport, you're, if you're getting choked, there's a reason you're getting choked in the middle of the field. <laughs> yeah, no, I – yeah, I don't even know what to do. I'm – I think that both should have been booted out of the game, but I think like literally the refs letting the guy choke Beckham out, uh, but trying to on the on the, was was a bit much. Uh, I think they both threw punches, which should have got him thrown out. Uh, oh yeah, they both should have been thrown out from you know, I mean especially after the choking, you know it's just like, I mean they got there to break it up like they have to, but it just. Yeah, it's like they let it get out of hand, and that's the thing. Like you sit there and you say, it depends who got the hot hand. People are talking about, you know, Dell wasn't didn't have that many catches and this and that. And it's like that could work, you know, if you're on a good team, that will work if everyone's on the same page. But you know how Odell is, so it's like, what Odell are you gonna get? That's the biggest. I think that's still the biggest issue because he's already had the whole watch thing, the visor thing. Yeah. You know, he has these little things. He has this week where, you know, he's punching and getting choked and everything. So it's like, you know, how many of those weeks um, can he sit there and only get to maybe three catches during the game and be okay with it? You know, that's the big thing they got to worry about because they're finally – I agree with you. You know, they didn't play preseason at all together basically. So it's going to take them a couple weeks to get together and actually get on the same page. So now it's like – they're actually getting on the same page, but you know, how are the egos going to go? Cause with that team, there's a lot of egos and all it takes is one, especially if it's Odell, if his ego gets the best of him and he starts beating up field goal nets on the side and who knows whatever other distractions, you know, 
how how's the team going to handle that? Because you know this isn't a team that's built on winning year after year. So you know it could take one little thing like that, and you're back to being the Browns. No, you're you're not wrong. What my hope is, my legitimate hope is, and from everything I heard during the game, and every even earlier this season, all that you know how they do like the meetings with the press kind of beforehand, before the games. Every single one of those guys to a T has said Beckham's like the calmest he's ever been. He feels like, and I think part of that's Landry and those guys being best friends. I think being around people you care about chills you out. And I think he'll be okay. I am concerned about it, but I think as long as he still has those occasional weeks where he blows up for six catches for a buck 50, he'll be fine. Um, But definitely is a concern. Uh, and I'm just keeping my fingers crossed. And at the end of the day, like, if he blows up, here's the thing. He he also needs to recognize, as great as he is, and I, Odell, few people in this world were as excited as Odell coming to Cleveland as I was. That being said, Callaway just got off suspension. Callaway's a proven weapon. Higgins is yeah. a proven weapon. Landry has proven what he could do with Baker. At the end of the day... Oh, yeah, and by the way, we have a guy who could catch out of the backfield about to be off suspension in a few weeks. If he wants to be a baby, if it goes that route, and I'm not going to say it will, and I'm keeping my fingers it's not because I love Odell, but it's Mm. nothing to sit his ass on the bench for the better of the team. And we wouldn't, like, it's not like we're dead for talent at that point. Right now, we've said it all year long, we're overflowing at wide receiver. And I think he needs to recognize that as well to protect himself. Yeah, you would hope so. But you just, like I said, you, someone like that, you never know how it could go. So, I mean, I think that's the biggest thing kind of to watch for in the upcoming weeks, especially with them starting to gel as good as they are. Yeah. Here's the thing. That team looks, from what I saw against Baltimore, Kevin, and I know this, there's a lot of Browns fan in me. That says a lot of crazy shit, but I think you're going to somewhat agree with this. I think you should all the way agree. If if what we saw last week is the new standard in Cleveland, that's some scary shit. Especially because oh, yeah. they they can just get better. And if that's like our news, just our standard play level of play, which I'm hoping obviously that it is, because I do think that we are going to gel and get better, and the offensive line hopefully can kind of. St- tape itself together and work. Holy cow, dude, this team could be scary. Oh, yeah, because you got to think, in that game, not all the weapons were hitting. No. You know? So, I mean, if you get it where more of those weapons are actually hitting, then, yeah, I mean, they still got so much room to improve, and that's the scary thing, especially on offense. Defense, you're pretty well set on what the defense is. Like, there really isn't too much more in my opinion, that's going to come out of that defense. Like, it's it's a good defense. So, I mean, it's not like you got to wait for – like, obviously, when your whole secondary's back. But, I mean, they've already played the first two weeks with that secondary. So, like I said, you know what you got, so there's no surprises there. The offense, I still think there's there could be some surprises because you still haven't got – and, like, you know, Hunt's still out. So, you still haven't even added him to the mix. And what that's going to do. So there's just so much left for that offense that can still do and grow and expand on. So 
Yeah, it's definitely there for once. It's kind of weird to say that the Browns are kind of scary. Yeah, I am extremely excited. Um, sorry, I was reading a note about the show. Uh, I'm excited, yeah, because it, it, you're right. It could be scary. Uh, did you say who you're picking this week? I missed that part. I was so worked up and excited. Uh, I'm going to take the Browns. Cleveland, wow, taking the Browns. It's a beautiful thing. Cleveland. Kevin's taking the Browns. People say they, they can't see your face. Um, and for whatever reason on Facebook, I don't know about on Twitter, you're echoing super bad. Um, so I don't know what that is. I'll have to work on that because everywhere else you're coming through splendidly. Uh, so I don't know if it is a Facebook thing or what, but I will check Twitter after this and see if it was on Twitter as well. Uh, and hopefully I can control that somehow. But yeah, good things for the AFC North. Uh, again, two, looks like uh, we have big games this week uh, for everybody except for the Bengals because they don't matter because they're all but out of it. Um, I'm actually probably going to watch that uh, Steelers game, Ravens game. Um, I've been trying to watch a lot of AFC North football with uh, that situation. Yeah. Um, I was say last week was pretty easy. Yeah, yeah, last <laughs> week was super easy. Right, it makes it really nice. Um, but yeah, I've been trying to watch more. I, especially cause now that I can do like three screens at once or two screens at once. Uh, I mean, oh, you, you got that to work for you. Yeah. I couldn't get it. It doesn't work on mine at all. I don't know why. Like it doesn't, even, yeah, it doesn't even show up. Like I updated it and put the new thing on there, but I got a different app. I'll send you that info. Okay. But, uh, because I couldn't get mine to work on the other one either. Uh, but, yeah, so I watched some split-screen football last week. Um, outside of that, I um, really would like to go to the Denver game in a couple of weeks, but to celebrate my anniversary and because I'm an awesome husband and I have an awesome wife who start, likes football. Outside of that, Kevin, is there anything else before we go here? We've been on for an hour and a half, which is awesome. Uh, there was something, but I can't think of it now. The NCAA and the perfect was like the two big things I wanted to talk about. So, perfect. Good. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Have you? Uh, you haven't seen the Joker, have you? No, but I know a lot of people are concerned about it, which I'm not sure. I was say, yeah. What do you think about all that? The controversy about it. I don't know enough about it. All except for I guess people are upset because they're like made a movie about depression and like. I don't know. I think they kind of made it too real for people. I want to watch the movie. I want to. Look, I don't actually know why people are all ass bent about it, but what I gather just from looking on the outside is people are all butthurt about it because it's. I think it's because they're actually showing like a legitimate what mental illness is in a really messed up way, but it's mm-hmm. like it's a real way. Like it's real, and yeah. I, I think people. It's, you know, sensitive people can't handle real things. And only thing we should put on TV is feel good stuff or stuff that, you know, completely impossible, like Captain America or whatever. Uh, but people don't want real shit. And so I think it's just that. I think it's people can't handle real shit. And I think it's taking a real approach to what mental illness is, how it could affect somebody, and the results. Yeah. Because, see, I didn't know. I didn't really hear anything. Everything I've seen when they've talked about complaining about it, like 
I haven't heard him obviously say anything about mental illness because that would make somewhat sense if that's what your problem is. But it's like the violence. That's all I keep hearing, the violence, the violence. And it's like, well, yeah, he's a bad guy. That's the whole, <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like I don't understand. And it's like I can understand people being a little upset, but they were showing like the one day I was watching it and they were showing – uh, I think it was like grandparents or parents of someone that got shot and killed in that movie theater. Where was that? Was that Colorado? That movie theater happened during Batman movie. Uh, that was up in Colorado. Okay. That's what I thought, but I wasn't positive. And so they were talking about that and you know, they're upset that they're making this movie and like, it's just, it's a movie. If you don't want to see it, don't go see it. Like there's nothing requiring you to have to go see it. You know, I'm just like, that's what like, it doesn't like, I don't, when people complain about stuff like that, it's just like, it's not affecting you, you know, unless you go see it and pay for it, it has no effect on you whatsoever. And, but like that movie theater was banning it. They weren't going to show it and all that stuff. It's like, well, you've probably shown shit showed the Avengers movie. You know, there's a lot of violence and killing in that movie. Like, you know, oh, yeah. I'm just like, it just, I don't know. It makes no sense, but we're in a time and age where everyone's, you know, they're not happy unless they're complaining and getting something canceled or pulled out or, you know, it's just a bunch of stupidity in my eyes. No, I agree. And it's even, it's funny because just down the news, it says Joker delves into mental health issues. And I think it's funny yeah. that people are all butthurt because they're showing violence connected with mental health, health, right? Issue when, if you watch any of these shootings or any mass thing has happened right in America, all oh, that person's got mental must have been mentally unstable. They must have oh, been. Oh, well, you can't say that. It's but that's what they've been fault. saying. Well, it's both. But they have no. They it's have both. Avoid... They've been saying see, both. Kevin, because it's like one side is about mental health, the other side gets pissed off because you try to put put it on mental health, and that's the thing because that's the biggest problem with it. I completely agree. You know, it is a mental health thing, but. Not everyone wants to see it that way. They like to complain about it. So. I struggle. I think some of them definitely are, but I think some people are just effed up. Like, I think you could be oh, an yeah. effed up human being and not have mental health issues. Like, you could just oh, been yeah. raised poorly. Or, like, you know what I'm saying? I don't think just because, like, and that's where I have a problem is, like, every, they're saying that, uh, you know, we need to stop people who have mental health issues from owning guns. I don't know that I agree with that because, again, as much as I want to get rid of guns, I do support the Constitution. We have those rights. But my problem is, mm -hmm. again, I guess just going back to what I just said, I don't think you just because you have mental health, it doesn't mean you're going to go fuck something up. Like you can be depressed and not go, you know, shoot people up. You could be depressed. Now, are some of those things do those some of those people who have done those things have those issues? Yes, but I can't, I don't, I just, I think we do this terribly as a society. Like we try to put like, find a bucket and put everybody mm -hmm. in that bucket, right? Oh, yeah. oh, you're a shooter. Well, guns are terrible and you must have a mental health issue. There you go. Everybody goes into that bucket. And I think it's such an effed up way of looking at things. Like it has to be a more case by case situation, but yeah. I'm glad like we should be looking at mental health. And I don't want to go long-winded on this, but as anyone knows, like it's something I'm really passionate about in my life uh, in the last few years. Uh, I wrote papers on it. I've gotten like an award for my English class for it. Like I am passionate about mental health, uh, and so it's, I hate when people just 
singular put these singularity things on it and it drives me nuts but anyways yeah. i'll still go see the joker well i'll wait until it comes out on video and then i'll see it yeah about that. i really want to see it i want to see stuber it was all right uh, if i was you if it's like you're talking about like a theater i would wait you can wait the video oh yeah I, it wasn't a, i went I went to see it because I was looking for something stupid funny, and there was some stupid funny to it, but it just wasn't as funny as I thought it was going to be. I, hey, I like the guy in that. I can never say his name. Kamal, Uman. Yeah, I know you're dumb. I love that guy. I think yeah. he's hilarious. Don't get me wrong; he's funny, but like I said, it just wasn't as funny. Like the previews are a majority of the funny. Yeah, like there's a little bit of fun. In my opinion, there's a little bit of funny outside of the previews. So I was a little disappointed in that. But, I mean, it wasn't a bad movie. I just think there's a few movies that actually get me to the theater these days. I just don't have time to. Oh, yeah. Well, you're rocking that two-kid <laughs> game. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I, so it's like, if it wasn't for that, I'd definitely be seeing a lot more. Like, I'd, like I'd, if it wasn't for that, I've already, I would have already seen The Joker. But, yeah, that didn't happen, so. I can't. Like, to me, it's just not that great. Like, oh, wait. No, I don't know that it's not that great. Like, I guess previews, there's very few previews that go, I have to see that when it comes out. Yeah. I'm more like, I'm, I don't know if it's I'm getting old or what, but I'm to the point now where like, because like movies just aren't, like they're not making very good movies and they're just retelling the same stories. Um, yeah. And that's a whole different thing. I told Kim I want to do a podcast with her because uh, we like to binge watch shows. And so mm-hmm. I told her we need to like, even if it's like maybe starting with something we've already watched, but like binge a whole season or even do episode by episode, but do a podcast strictly on a show and then, you know, season and then we'll have seasons. So like season one would be like, uh, I don't know. Sons of Anarchy, right? Season two, Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, just cause I want to do something with her, but she's not feeling it right now. I'm gonna change her mind. <laughs> That's my ultimate goal. Uh-huh. All right, buddy. Well, I hope you could get away next week. If not, it's cool. But I was definitely excited when you reached out and said uh, you had you had worked it out. And I'm glad we were able to get on because I think we had a lot go on in the division last week and some things to get excited about as, as well as the other things we talked about. Um, yeah. Outside of that, man, I'm going to shut this down. Everybody, thank you for watching. I uh, do apologize for the sound issues. Hopefully it was just Facebook. We'll try to get it figured out. Um, I don't know what it is. Like, it sounds so great everywhere else, except for when it goes out to the world. And if you're echoing, <laughs> why aren't I echoing? And yeah, so many things. All right, man. You have a great night. All right. I will all talk right, to you, you later. Too.